Welcome back to the SideQuest Podcast. This is Eric, and I am joined once again by Justin and Jeff. Welcome back to the show, boys. We're back. Cool guy, guy, Eric. Finally (laughs) glad to meet you. Glad to be back and to join you after your successful solo venture, which thank you for doing that because it was an excellent episode. Well, thank you. Such a cool guy. Yeah, I transformed. It was like, uh, I don't know, one of those things where I'm just like, you know, I put the glasses on and I, I turned into cool guy Eric. So, yeah, you, you're in the presence of greatness. No big deal. Just, you know, get it all out. Give me the praises. And so, yeah, I, I did miss you guys. It wasn't that fun talking to myself for 10 minutes. It felt a lot longer. Um, but Ooh. I'm glad you guys are back because we have a very special episode this evening. We are going to dive straight in to our top three Christmas movies. Um, we did this back during Halloween. We tried to do a top five, and then before you know it, our episode was like an hour and a half long. So we're going to condense it just a little bit and talk about our top three. So, um, yeah, why don't we just jump right in and start with our number three for your Christmas movie. Jeff, let's start with you. Where are you at? Well, for number three, it's going to have to be uh, Tim Allen's uh, Santa Claus. Uh, I used to watch that movie all the time uh, when I was little. And I don't know. I just, I like it. Tim Allen does his weird grunts. Um, the whole scene where he cuts his beard and then it grows back and he freaks out. I don't know. The whole movie is just, it's just a lot of fun. It's kind of silly. It's Tim Allen at his best. Um, yeah, it's good. It's, you know, it's fun. See, the Santa Claus for me took a little while for, to catch on. I, I don't know why I did. Like I enjoyed it kind of, but I didn't really get into it until other people, really enjoyed it and then i feel like i gave it a second look and i'm like you know what this is a good christmas movie like i don't know what it was at first maybe it was just i wasn't ready for tim allen to be santa yet i don't know justin were you a lover straight straight from the beginning or i mean i don't know if it's in your top three but is it one of your more enjoyable christmas no movies? I, w- I won't give any spoilers out because obviously once the kimono is wrapped and then it becomes unwrapped then you can't <laughs> unsee what you've seen Ooh, i, I okay. did i saw it <clears throat> I saw it. Right? Um, off the back of the boat, no big deal. Uh, to me, Santa Claus is on par with Elf. And to much to what you're saying, it's a movie that took me a little while in watchings to understand why people loved it the way that they do. And I appreciate it for what it is, but it's not in my top three. Gotcha. Yeah, n- me neither. So, um, you know, it was, I would say it's definitely my top 10. So it's a little bit out there, but hey, to each their own, Jeff. Not a bad I mean, choice maybe, for number well, three. Yeah. And even like coming home from school and stuff, and you know, sometimes you got to eat dinner in the family room where your mom's like, Well, you know, we're not sitting at the table at night. Yeah. You go in the family room, you turn on home improvement. Love that stupid show. So I think maybe it was I liked Tim Allen growing up. I liked home improvement. I like how he kind of kept in that character in the movie, but also, you know, was just this guy who now is Santa Claus. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. But I just, I find it like just a fun, charming movie. Yeah, I definitely agree. Definitely agree. Justin, number three, what is yours? 
For my number three, I'm going to go with the Macaulay, Culley, Macaulay Culkin classic, not the Macaulay Culley classic. Macaulay. That's a tough one to say. Home Alone <laughs> is my number three Christmas movie. And when I say it's number three, that means it's a go-to, have-to-watch every year. You know, much like Santa Claus, there's a lot of, uh, you know, nonsense that goes into this movie. Is it good? Is it bad? Do we care? Whatever. It's just fantastic. And it captures the essence of Christmas in a great many ways. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Home Alone for number three. All right. Very good. Um, I can, can't can talk to that yet. No spoilers. But, um, Jeff, do you, is Home Alone in, in your top three somewhere? Uh, I mean, if it I is, love Home don't, Alone. If it is, then shut up. Well, you know, I, I love Home Alone. <laughs> I like Kathleen O'Hara just, you know, because now Schitt's Creek is so popular. But, you know, her whole scene screaming Kevin and yeah. freaking out on the plane. And the, the ridiculous of the movie is they leave their kid at the house. But I think that whole scene where they're all running around to leave in the morning to get to O'Hara Airport. <laughs> you know, I like... I like that shot in Chicago. I love, you know, the characters in the movie. I love how they have, um, uh, what's his face from Casino? Oh, my God. And Pesci. Yeah, Joe, the, Joe Pesci's in the movie. It's so crazy. Uh, it's a great, you know, it's a great, fun, classic Christmas movie. Yeah. So it's definitely in a top somewhere for me. Uh, just not in the top three. Okay. Uh, but I can totally see why, you know, yeah. uh, it's, a, it's a favorite of Justin's. Fair enough. Well, I will kick off my number three. Uh, my number three is Elf. We actually just watched it the other day, and I feel like for me from the very beginning when I first saw it, all the I mean, this movie is almost 20 years old, which is a little bit scary. It came out in 2003, which I didn't think it was <laughs> that old, but... Um, I think it's just like such a good, fun comedy. The the outfit, John Favreau, the director, of course. I mean, he's had a lot of home runs in his career, and him putting this movie together just with like a silly idea with an elf that you know was basically uh, almost uh, you know a fish out of water. He he's up in the North Pole, and then he comes back down to find his dad. And I feel like the casting was done really well, and uh, Peter Dinklage, of course, makes a I don't even know if it's a cameo at that point. I think it's just more of like him being a supporting actor. But before he was here, <laughs> so, some old school Dinklage is always good to see. Uh, <laughs> oh, got it. Um, so yeah, I think it's just a fun Christmas movie, fun cast, and and fun concept. So that is definitely number three for me. Yeah, thanks, Peter, for being in that movie. We know you're a big fan the side quest podcast but yeah we thought you knocked it out of the park in the movie so yeah thank and you peter dinklage it's got it's got kind of a decent uh like supporting cast lineup too it's got what's his name uh kyle gas from uh, kyle tenacious gas. d and what's his name from Conan o'brien the the sidekick guy um andy we're doing richter. great with names tonight andy richter. andy richter uh i mean it's yeah i don't know zoe d does a decent job in that as well yeah she Everybody. was good in hitchhiker's guide i don't know if Bob Newhart. Either you saw that, but and of course the like random movie. animated things that are just out there. Like he just talks to the the Norwal or whatever it's called. And bye, buddy. <laughs> Hope you find your dad. Oh, so good, Jeff. You know what question I'm going to ask you? What <sighs> is your number two? So number two was really difficult for me 
because it's kind of two that I could not figure out which one. And I would say it would be National Lampoon's Christmas um, Vacation with Chevy Chase, but that's one of my dad's favorite, and I think I love it so much because I watch it with my dad every Christmas. But for me, the second best has got to be, I know this is kind of cheesy, but uh, White Christmas uh, with Ben Crosby. I, I don't know why I love that movie. It just maybe because it's set in the 50s and I'm kind of a sucker for old classic movies. But there's just something so, you know, wholehearted about that movie. And I watch it every Christmas Eve night, every Christmas Eve night. Um, I, I, I love it. It's It's got music. It's, you know, it's shot in Technicolor. It's just it's it's just the classic Christmas movie. I don't think I've ever seen the movie the whole way through. Well, that, that's a shame because <laughs> it's, it's really great. I think for it's me, just that old Hollywood type movie. Yeah, I think for me, that was maybe the turnoff when I was growing up. Like my parents, it's like, oh, my God, can we watch something cooler or more recent or something? And they just wanted to watch the old school movie that wasn't cool. The graphics weren't great, you know, whatever it was. So I think that was just... You know, me being a kid, and since then, I don't think I've ever gone back. I've definitely seen clips. Like, I know all the famous clips, but I've never watched it start to finish. And so I know I need to go back at some point and take a get a full watch in. But uh, I think it's for, on yeah. Amazon Prime if anyone's looking to watch it. Okay. Um, last year it was on Netflix, now it's on Amazon. But um, Justin, I'm going to take a guess that it's not on your top two. <laughs> no, but it's a fantastic movie, and I'm. Very glad that Jeff brought it up because it's it's excellent and everything that he says is accurate and it's a it's a great watch and I'm very happy that he has it included. Yeah, well, I guess I'm the outcast and I'll go watch it. Yes, you are, and then I can join the club and then I can be we can be in the cool guy club. Well, <laughs> the and, cool until then you're in the lame guy club. Yeah, I just got demoted <laughs> really <character>. quick. <laughs> I want to be back in the CGC, the cool guy club. Hashtag. That's how you lost your first million. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just a me- I'm in the negative balance now. Send help. Please help. Justin, number two, sir. What's your number two? So Jeff sort of briskly stroked over it, but my number two <laughs> is Christmas Vacation. Great choice. It's a fantastic movie. Chevy Chase. All the National Lampoon's movies are, are pretty effing fantastic. I think this really captures the holiday season in such a great way. It's another Chicago area movie. So I've got, you know, two for two in that. And just everything about this movie from the comedy to the shopping, to the lights, to bring on uncle Eddie, it's just, it needs to happen every holiday season. And for maybe you're a younger listener on our on our podcast, maybe you haven't seen it, maybe you're unfamiliar with it, maybe you're an older boomer who <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna watch that movie. It's worth the watch. Yeah, I hundred percent agree with you. I can't say much more though because no spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a great movie, John Hughes movie too, right? He did the yeah, he did. National I don't know if he did. I don't know if he did. Christmas vacation. Well, he did. He did vacation, Wally World. Then he did European vacation. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did Christmas vacation as well. I think. I think he got the most out of Chevy Chase. Yeah, I think he might have really, like written like the screenplay for it. I don't know if he. And they were it, all but, from Chicago. Yeah, because that was the John Hughes thing. I mean, you, it, yeah, everything it was, was shot so in Chicago. Right, it was Home Alone, written by John Hughes, but not directed by. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, written. 
But yeah. even Home Alone, so, all of it, um, you know, he was just a big Chicago guy. Yeah. No, that's a good, a great pick. Great I, pick. Great I agree. pick. My number two is uh, Justin's number three. It is mm. Home Alone. I, I, Justin, I couldn't agree with you more. It's my one of my go-tos every single year, at least once. Sometimes I'll get it in twice because it's, I don't, I don't know what it is. It's just such a fun movie. There's really no parts to the movie that if I see it, I skip through. I feel like there's some movies where I'm like, okay, now the next 20 minutes is kind of boring until it picks back up and there's action. But uh, I think it's just Macaulay Culkin, Macaulay Cookies. We both butchered his name. Uh, <laughs> McCookies, uh, his, uh, his acting, uh, just being so young and so talented and just the ridiculousness of how two guys just were so set on just, not even going after the valuables anymore. They just wanted to straight up murder a child um, and how they fell for like the antics over and over and over again. And I think any clip that you pull from that movie is just an instant classic, just Marv screaming and getting, uh, you know, stepping on a nail to, um, you know, just, God, what's his other name? What's Pesci's name? Marv and, uh, Harry, yeah, Harry, uh, where he just like lights his hand on fire, lights his hair on fire. So I don't know. It's just, just a count of three, the whole Tommy gun scene. Yeah, that's everything about that movie is just a huge, huge win in my book. And I, I actually heard a rumor, not trying to get off topic, but that they're actually trying to like do a reboot on Disney Plus with Macaulay Culkin now, who's like in his 40s. I don't know. Well, that sounds terrible. Money grab for sure. But uh, the one thing that I heard that they were trying to do with that is there's also like a spinoff with ryan reynolds that he's trying to develop oh boy yeah that i heard so now it's so, gonna turn into a mess huh <laughs> it's gonna be something but i disney can really do no wrong in the last few years like yeah well they've done nothing original but everything's existing ip that they push out and they do it in a good way so good on you, them wait what everything that disney's done recently is good on you which it's not original. The new Star Wars movies, the sequels, I don't think was good at all. Right, so. Well, right, I'm just saying, I don't. I don't trade off and say we're not spending any time talking about that. <laughs> well, back to the Disney Christmas. did good with Mandalorian, but yeah. Anyway, back to the now. Christmas I have a, I have a question uh, about uh, Home Alone, I, and this is kind of go more to Justin, the more uh, you know, screenwriter, filmmaker guy. Uh, sorry, Eric. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know in our Thanksgiving episode, we were talking about Uncle Buck, and uh, that was also Macaulay Culkin. Now, again, both John Hughes. Uh, was that Macaulay Culkin's first movie, Uncle Buck, and then he did Home Alone? And is yep. that the way they chose the kid because he did such exactly a great right. job? Or did they write it because they're like, oh, no, this, you know, this Macaulay Culkin, he's going to do great. And did he get the idea from it? Some people say like Uncle Buck's almost like this somewhat weird prequel. I could see that. So it's essentially the scene where Macaulay Culkin views Uncle Buck through the letter opener in the door was the inspiration for Home Alone. Got it. Yeah. That's so it's just this young shielded kid in his fortress with, an unknown stranger assailant outside. If this movie originally came out in 2003, it would be a hell of a Saw movie, but 
It yeah. didn't, so we get Uncle Buck and Home Alone instead. Yep. Yep, we do. Well. Well, now I got a, I got a, a side quest now. Oh. Uh, and I think, Eric, I know you'll know quite a bit about this, but I'm curious more on Justin and our fans, if you want to chime in on social media. Uh, since we're very much on Home Alone right now, the Home Alone Nintendo game. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that game, if you played it. It was very difficult, but there was always that satisfying part where you were in the house and then you kind of zip line to the treehouse. Yeah. Do either of you remember it? Uh, Do you remember playing it? Do you remember the. I'm not even sure what the goal of the game was uh, because I'd always lose. Yeah. But man, once I got to that zip line. It was something like, I guess, I don't know if I just didn't read the instructions like half the time when i would rent those types of games from blockbuster i would just jump right in i was just like learn as i go i never took out the instruction manual or whatever and i didn't know how to how to win and of course there's no internet back then so you can't just go google like how to you know gameplay how to beat the level but i didn't realize that you're just supposed to survive and run around the house and not get caught and i'm like what the hell i got every present i got every painting and i you know knocked the bad guys down a couple times why are they still creeping on me and uh yeah i never beat it very few people have beat it the mechanics behind the game are very interesting because every weapon uh takes down the bad guys for x amount of seconds so there's more powerful weapons and then there's less powerful weapons so you have to actually strategize to go down to the basement to get the drill and then take that up to the tree and lay down the ornaments and then go up to the tree house and like and you, it's it's a twenty minute game, but my gosh, if you can get to like twelve minutes, it's impressive. Yeah, very complicated game for back then. Very, Ugh. very tough for kiddos. So, yeah, I like that little side quest, which leads us directly into our number one. Jeff, lead us off, sir. Number one for me, super easy. Scrooged with Bill Murray. I just, I, I love that stupid movie. Uh, there's so many amazing things in it. Bill Murray is awesome. Uh, him getting hit with the toaster, punched in the face, screaming. I, it's just, it, it's, it's so great. And it's, it's got a really good heart, well, heartfelt ending. I don't know. It's, it's got everything in it. It's got Bill Murray at his best. It's a ridiculous movie. Um, he's a horrible human being in it, and uh, he just doesn't seem to care. I, I don't know. I, I, I love it, and I love it because Bill Murray's in it, and I love it um, for the humor and for the silliness and the take on, you know, uh, the classic with, you know, Scrooge being this horrible person but set more in a modern-time New York. I, I just think it's great. There's, I don't think there's anything wrong with the movie. And what I really love about it, and I, Justin, I'm not sure if you're into Scrooge or not, but you know he's, I think, CEO of some multimedia, and he just wants to keep pushing these ridiculous, almost horror-like Christmas movies because he hates Christmas. So he just wants, you know, these just shoot 'em up. The world's going to hell. Everything's burning. I just, I, I just thought that was great. Part of it. Yeah, I've seen it a number of times. It's I, 
I, I enjoy watching it. It's definitely not one of my go-tos, but if it's on during the Christmas time, I'll just sit and watch whatever's left of it. Like I, I agree. I think Bill Murray, like at his, at his finest, just classic Murray in one of those movies and the hairstyles, like just reeks of eight. Oh yeah. Uh, and what's his name? The taxi driver, the ghost is uh, a famous guy. What's his name? Buster Keaton. No, um, uh, no, it's the, it's the dude that sings, um, uh, feeling hot, hot, hot. God, what's his name? I'll, fi- I'll figure it out. But, uh, yeah, he was a good David a good Johansson? No, it's like a Robert stupid Mitchum. name. Hot, hot, hot. What is that freaking well, song? Buster Poindexter. Well, I know the girl in it. Buster Poindexter. That's who it is. I know the girl in it. She's from uh, Indiana Jones. Dr. Jones. Uh, what's her name? We don't know anything. Uh, Everybody listening to this is like... We're, we're, yeah, so, we're really so bad at names tonight. So here's how you can tell. This is just like we hit record and just whatever comes out of our mouth <laughs> happens. We do zero research. We don't know people's names. We don't even know how to say them. <laughs> so we hope you're still listening. Uh, <laughs> but as we move on to Justin's number one. So my number one is a movie that is my, as Jeff mentioned earlier, to what his Christmas Eve night have to watch it have to dig into it um every year since i was like maybe 12 years old i never skipped a beat this is always my go-to fall asleep before santa claus comes and right ra- i mean brings <laughs> my presents um it's yep. it's scrooged for me as well <gasps> Whoa, and, man that i did I, not know we shared that i was not see i did not see that coming neither did i Everything that Jeff said about Scrooge, I completely agree with. Uh, Karen Allen is the Indiana Jones girl that Jeff was talking <laughs> about. It's got Bobcat Goldsworth in it as well, who is <laughs> a fantastic job. And it just even okay, I mentioned David Johansson's Ghost of Christmas Past. He's in the Bill Murray Christmas special, which I almost laid down as my number one, but it's not a movie. Uh, Sofia Coppola directed it, but it was still amazing. So there's a lot of tie-ins between those two films. So if you've not seen either, uh, head to Netflix and you can at least watch the Bill Murray Christmas special because that's another like have to be, and it's only like 50 minutes long. Wow, I yeah, I did, definitely did not see that coming. That's well, you know, said. I should have put that together because uh, Justin's a big Bill Murray fan and a big uh, Wes Anderson fan. So, and I just saw you when we were playing Life Aquatic uh, theme song on the beach. Yep. Um, I, I, yeah, I should have saw that coming. Well, here's how you can tell that we're, we're best of friends, because my number one is Christmas Vacation. So you can there tell you there's no, <laughs> we don't text or talk to each other beforehand. Uh, you would think we'd come up with like three different lists completely, but no. Nope. I mean, this is why we're best friends. We like the same kind of movies. Um, we seem to do this. We did this with the Halloween one too. Yeah. There's multiple. Um, but I think there's, there's always like one that's different. And then uh, when we get to the later ones, it seems to overlap. And I think there's something to be said about that, too, because like Christmas Vacation, I can't go a Christmas season without watching it at least once or twice. Because, again, from start to finish, it's just a classic, ridiculous. A lot of things from a lot of scenes are relatable. It, it might not be as crazy as like blowing up your front yard because of you put shit down a sewer. But like having that weird aunt or uncle or having, you know, uh, something happen in the house like the tree you know, blows up or it was just something about 
that family dynamic, the in-laws are coming and they're staying in your house and it's just like crowded space. I like think I, it's, yeah, you know, I think it's Chevy Chase's, I, I think it's one of his best. Yeah. I mean, he nailed it with all the national lampoons. Yeah. Wally World punching the nose of, you know, the moose and then holding up John Candy <laughs> to ride the parks. And then you get him in European vacation. Yeah. Which, I mean, when, you know, uh, He's going through the museums and just acting weird and filming his wife, yeah. and it's up on the billboards. And then you get him again in in uh, Christmas Vacation, where he's you know they're at uh, what Nordstrom's down on Michigan Avenue, and he's talking to the girl about lingerie. Yeah, and he's just starting to sweat, <laughs> and it's just so great. Uh, and funny story, we actually got my dad uh, a picture of her from the movie. I don't know if all of your listeners remember. He, she's kind of showing her, you know, where the underwear goes, and he's just sweating. And his yeah. son goes up, Russ. He's like, "See, Russ, you can't see the light." <laughs> yeah. And uh, Russ goes, "No, you can't, Dad." And he's like, "Russ," but we actually got uh, a signature from her with that photo, and we gave it to my dad for Christmas a couple of years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just he just he nails it so well. Yeah. It's one. It's a. It's a great movie, and I think uh, I'm sure we all have a lot of uh, close contenders that that could be close to the top three. But if you had to name just one, one extra movie that just barely missed the list, what would it be? Just we'll go back around this time. Justin, we'll start with you. I, I wouldn't be going back around starting with you well okay i can go first that's fine my 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 my, uh my runner up here my my fourth runner up here whatever it is uh is jingle all the way it's it i'm not joking it's a great film it's a lot of laughs arnold schwarzenegger sinbad who is not kazam by the way for all you uh mandela effects out there but I think Jingle All the Way is just a silly, funny, goofy movie. Uh, outrageous, lots of weird action. You don't always see Arnold Schwarzenegger as like a suburban dad. So I think just putting him in that goofy role, um, and of course Turbo Man. Like who could forget that that climactic battle scene at the end? Turbo Man. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, says it. I, I think we can all relate. That one toy we wanted for Christmas, and you know, did we get it? And I'm sure our parents in the background running around like crazy trying to get those toys for us during the season. Yeah. So that's my runner up, Justin. How about you, sir? So I've, I've got a feeling this might be under both of your radars. And if it's not, I apologize, but I'm going to start with the cast. And if you know the movie, stop me. Okay. Ben Affleck, okay. Christina Applegate, James Gandolfini, uh, Catherine O'Hara, Jennifer Morrison, <laughs> Stephen Root. You're reading this off the computer. Oh yeah, he is for sure. <laughs> we knew that. I'm talking. I'm talking about the two. Th- so my point being, this is a movie with like some of the greatest actors ever in a Christmas movie, and neither of you were like, "Oh, Surviving oh, Christmas." The- oh God. What? No. You've I, never I, seen I, Surviving Christmas. Yeah, no. It comes to mind now, but no, it, I, oh boy. I saw it maybe once. With that cast in a Christmas movie, it's ridiculously underrated. 
It's like with uh, Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito in Deck the Halls. Like, it's an underrated Christmas classic. It's from 2004. It's about Ben Affleck coming back to his childhood home, and James Gandolfini's a grumpy old dad. Catherine O'Hara is a grumpy old wife. I mean, I'm not a big... I don't like Ben Affleck, so that's probably why I haven't seen it. But did they, like, market this movie? Not very well, no. (laughs) It's... It's a very unmarketed movie, but you but I guarantee you both like Christina Applegate. Bar- guarantee you both like James Gandolfini. Oh, for sure, for sure. I yeah. to put stuff that sounds into like a, a Christmas movie. Kathleen O'Hara. I mean, yeah, these are wow. Yeah, I just maybe because I just saw Ben Affleck and I'm like, no, immediately turned off. Don't want to watch. Very it. Very possible. So and, that and could sometimes have been the reason. Sometimes if I see something on TV or like on streaming, and I'm like, I don't remember that movie. I don't know if it's even you know like. Sometimes I don't even give a movie a chance if I don't remember it. So that was definitely one of those. Another yeah, no, another it's... surprise. I'll, I'll check it out just because your recommendation. But uh... I'll I'll wait for Jeff to check it out and then I'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you start and I'll interrupt. Yeah. All right, Jeff. What's your runner-up, sir? Well, uh, easy. It's um, Christmas Vacation. I told you it was it was hard to put it in the top three. Uh, the only reason Santa Claus made it into that third spot was because it just reminds me of childhood Christmas, uh, which I just watched a lot. But Christmas Vacation now as an adult is the better film, is the better movie. Uh, but that's that's why it's it's kind of stuck at, you know, four-ish. But again... In top five, these are all still great, great movies. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's Christmas Vacation, hands down. Awesome. All right. Well, that wraps up our top three. Good job, boys. No, that was uh, that was really fun. It's always nice to kind of go through and find out what your top three or top five movies are. So be sure out there to hit us up. Let us know what your top three movies are. We want to hear from you because I'm sure some of them differ. Uh, I'm sure one of you is going to say Die Hard. Another person is going to say Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, but uh, well, those are de- those are debating type. Oh well, uh, you movies. never know. You never know. Well, we we could <laughs> pop those up. Now I, ha- I have a real great way to end tonight's uh, podcast. Oh God! And I want all three of us to do our best impression of this. But since Home Alone got talked about so much mm. on this episode, and it's such a great movie. We and since it's now trending on social media with Kathleen O'Hara becoming this kind of new star again with Shits Creek is your best her impression of realizing she left Kevin at home and screaming Kevin. Oh God! I gotta like aim my head to, like behind yeah. my microphone so. <laughs> right. I don't walk inside so no one outside hears me. No, we all gonna do it. Uh, we'll have Eric go first, I'll go second, and then Justin, you end it. Okay, perfect. Okay. I All love right. this. Ready? All okay. Right, here we go. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's count down from three. Right. I got to come back inside so no one outside hears me. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Are you going to count? <laughs> okay. Three. three, two, one. Kevin! Uh, I think it still blew up my microphone. There we are. I didn't hear anything. Kevin! Did you hear that? Kevin!